재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM Well, good evening to you, Professor. Thank you for joining us. Uh, first question, how big of a deal is Donald Trump's phone call with Tsai Ing-wen, and why is it such a big issue? Yes, I think it is indeed a very big deal for the relation between Taiwan and the U.S., and it is a big issue um, mainly for three reasons. Uh, the first, uh, Mr. Uh, President-elect Trump Call Mr. Tsai, Taiwan president, and it implies Taiwan is a sovereign state, not a province of China. And the second, uh, as you just mentioned, the phone call is historical since 1979. And in that year, the Jimmy Carter administration cut the diplomatic uh, relation with Taiwan. And since that time, U.S. follow one China policy and recognize PRC as only and legitimate government of uh, China. And Taiwan is, um, for China, is only a renegade province. And a province leader cannot be a president. So it is uh, therefore very important that Trump call uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Tsai, a Taiwan uh, president. And third, uh, the, phone, uh, the phone call is intentional. And the phone call was uh, well arranged by Trump's team uh, even before Trump uh, become the uh, presidential uh, nominee for the Republican Party. And the phone call is not a diplomatic blunder. And Mr. Trump is quite aware of the political situation between Taiwan and China. And for this reason, uh, a change in Taiwan policy is under Trump's consideration. Yeah, you very clearly laid out those three reasons. Obviously, uh, China uh, would be... Um angry about this, what has been their response uh, to the uh, Trump phone call, and what is your interpretation of the uh, Chinese reaction? I think the Chinese Foreign Minister uh, Wang says the phone call is no more than a trick played by Taiwan, and uh, and he also said the phone call will not change one China policy recognized by international community. And uh, from my point of view, I think China must emphasize one China policy over and over again. And it is the official position of China regarding to Taiwan. And that is to say, Taiwan is a breakaway province of China, and the interference of China's domestic affair cannot be tolerated. And this is a must-do thing, a must-do remark for China. 
And I think this remark is moderate because uh, China wants to reserve more room for the future uh, bilateral relation uh, uh, between U.S. and China. And if Trump actually makes a policy change in Taiwan policy and in positive uh, direction, I think China will respond more intensively. Uh, very interesting. So it was really more of a subdued response. A lot of the anger more directed towards Taiwan and uh, Tsai Ing-yen necessarily than U.S. They want to keep that card with them. Uh, how do you think this uh, phone call will affect uh, Taiwan's relations uh, with China? Uh, I think so. Um, Taiwan could be first victim of this phone call. Uh, at this moment, China does not want to uh, challenge or to provoke uh, uh, Trump directly. Especially Trump is still a president-elect, not a president. But this phone call will give China more uh, uh, excuse to con- continue to freeze the relation uh, to uh, Taiwan by literally. And furthermore, uh, it cannot be excluded that internationally China will try to damage Taiwan's uh, diplomatic relation with other countries, for example, Vatican or the other countries in Latin, uh, Latin America and Africa. And currently, Taiwan has only uh, diplomatic relation with uh, 22 countries, and it will be no surprise that China uh, would take this re- territory uh, actions against Taiwan in the future. As you mentioned, uh, there is a wait and see by China to see what other actions uh, Trump takes as president that could exacerbate relations. But do you think this phone call, at least setting a precedent, um, could risk raising tensions with China going forward? Yes, uh, indeed. Because the phone call uh, um, could imply the the change of one China policy of future Trump's administration. And the uh, Taiwan issue is very sensitive. It is uh, actually a red line uh, for the U.S.-China uh, relation. Uh, for this reason, the Obama administration warned uh, the phone call could undermine progress in relations with uh, Beijing. And uh, besides, uh, the, the White House spokesman has also reassured China twice that Washington uh, will commit the one-China policy. Um, I I think uh, Trump administration uh, should uh, carefully prepare for China's counteraction if Trump really wants to change Taiwan policy. And as we talked about, it also potentially could affect here on the Korean Peninsula um, issues with North Korea. Do you think... After the phone call and subsequent actions, that China may feel a little less inclined to cooperate with sanctions, maybe ease up on some of the multilateral sanctions on North Korea. Um, I don't think so. I think uh, Kim Jong-un has conducted four nuclear tests and one satellite uh, launch. And North Korea has a great ambition and the resolution to develop nuclear weapons. And I think it is very dangerous. I think uh, non-proliferation is common interest for international community, especially in North Korea. And I think it serves China's security interest um, to uh, cooperate uh, with the U.S. And although China is uh, North Korea's most important economic and diplomatic supporter, but 
the UN sanction on North Korea is mainly to respond to nuclear test of North Korea. Uh, this year, in January and uh, no, November, I think a uh, nuclear-free Korea Peninsula is a common interest for the U.S. and uh, for China, and also for the whole international community. I think China will continue to implement uh, U.N. resolution for the sanction on North Korea. All right, very interesting. Now, as you pointed out, uh, this apparently, according to the Trump team, uh, this was planned months in advance, uh, even before he was elected president. And uh, there's even reports that uh, former uh, presidential candidate uh, Bob Dole's law firm had been lobbying on behalf of Taiwan uh, for a while before this in terms of this kind of a uh, outreach. Uh, Do you feel that this call signals any intent to change this longstanding U.S. policy uh, post-1979 post-Taiwan Relations Act uh, in terms of any change towards Taiwan? I think it is somehow a signal for Trump to alter or uh, improve his relation with Taiwan uh, because the phone call is, as you mentioned, is intentionally arranged by Trump's team. But I think it is too early to predict or expect that it would be a big change in Taiwan policy, uh, but it is highly possible that it will be a minor positive change. And actually, the change is underway. Last week, the U.S. House has passed a Taiwan-U.S. military exchange draft. And for the first time, this draft allows senior military exchange between Taiwan and the U.S. And besides, there are many uh, friends of Taiwan in Trump's advisor's Circle, such as uh, Rens Clevis. Uh, uh, he is uh, now chief of uh, staff in uh, Trump's administration, and Edwin uh, Foyner uh, is the founder of the Heritage Foundation, and Stephen Yates, uh, uh, he is uh, Trump's advisor in uh, transitional uh, team. I think there are many friends, uh, Taiwan's friend in uh, Trump's advisor's team. So I think... Um, but in the end, uh, we should have to see how Trump finds America first in terms of his Taiwan policy after his inauguration next year. And uh, as a final thought, I-, I suppose here in Korea, we are worried. We don't want to see uh, any severe un- instability. Uh, the Korea feels a bit sandwiched between the two great powers of China and the United States. Uh, are we looking at perhaps some profound changes in this balance of power between U.S. and China? Uh, I, I, I think um, I think it, it could uh, um, uh, it could break the uh, long-standing one-China policy of the uh, United States, but uh, uh, more importantly, it, it depends also on. Uh, the extent and the scale how Taiwan U.S. relation could upgrade, and it depends also on how China responds after Trump takes office next year and lay out his official Taiwan policy. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, thank you so much for the great analysis, Professor Lin. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.